Hello and thank you for downloading or subscribing to the Random Review Podcast. Uh, if this is the first episode, let me just explain it first. Basically, we review anything from toilets to... TVs? To film. To um, piles of poo. To... To monkeys. Baked beans. To ice cream vans. To me. The t-shirts. I thought you were going to say to you then and do the Chugger Bros impression. Anyway, that would have been a cheap gag. Uh, so basically we review anything and you can review anything and be part of the podcast as well. So if you've got a weird review, all you got to do is record it and email it to us, randomreviewpodcast at hotmail.co.uk. So attach your mp3 file to that, randomreviewpodcast at hotmail.co.uk and we'll upload it and it'll be part of the podcast if it's any good. If you sound like a bit of a gimp, I'm not uploading it because, you know, it's my ratings I'm losing here. Okay, so tonight uh, we went to see Mission Impossible 3. I went, I'm Jay, I am a media student who knows jack shit about films, celebrities and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm Pablo, um, I'm a law student. Uh, I'm not doing too well though because I might be going to court soon, being charged with speeding. Um, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, uh, yeah, basically, my input doesn't really matter. Whenever, when everyone basically stops talking about the important stuff, I butt in. Hello, I'm Richard. I am this week's film expert. I learn lots about films, and I have a massive DVD collection. Uh, I think over the, at the last count, over 200. Toy, can I just stop for a second? 200 DVDs. That's a lot of DVDs. Where, where, where do you keep them? Where do you store them? Uh, mostly in my room. Uh, now I've got shelves. Uh, 200. Yeah. And some under my bed. I think it's kind of a problem. What do you think? Have you ever thought of like starting a shop or store to rent them? Uh, I don't. Maybe one day, but we'll see. You know. If you do, if you create your own business and it could be a brand new version of Blockbuster, it could be a brand new thing. Can you just, can you do a student discount? Because Blockbusters don't do a student discount and that really annoys me. Absolutely, yeah. yeah you should do. Uh-huh. Blockbusters should do a student discount. I mean, all students go there, spend loads of money, and I think Blockbusters should do a student discount, but they're too stingy to bother. Uh, anyway, we're getting controversial now, and uh, it's time to get controversial about Mission Impossible 3. Hey! (laughs) Nice, Jay. All right, first of all, the plot. Uh, Tom Cruise is back as... Yes, wide-eyed, moon-faced secret agent Ethan Hunt. And he's getting married uh, to to a woman whose name I can't quite remember. Anyone? All right, if you say so. (laughs) (laughs) Sally. We're not quite sure about that. We'll... Name, name put aside, she was quite hot. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I noticed that one eye was smaller than the other, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're so picky, Pablo. Ethan is now desk-bound and is training agents, but he's dragged back into uh, mission work again to try and trap this arms dealer uh, played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, and there's this great bit where he kind of steals his face. <laughs> it didn't exactly resemble him, I thought, so I think it might have been Tom Cruise and that. Well, it was very cleverly done, anyway. Uh, Tom Cruise 
then basically captured Philip Seymour Hoffman, and then he escapes, and then kidnaps Tom Cruise's wife, and then basically he goes nuts and tries to rescue her, and basically rescues her, and that's kind of the end of the film. And there's also a bit of a twist in it, a twist of lemon. It was a predictable twist, honestly. Yeah, no, it wasn't a big, huge, oh my god twist. No, it was a little, tiny I'm guessing both of you watched Mission Impossible 1 and 2. Yes. Okay, my personal opinion, Mission Impossible 1 was good. It got an 8 out of 10, but kind of doing my head in now, because I've seen it so many times, it's always on TV at Easter and, and bank holidays, so it starts to do my head in now. Mission Impossible 2, watched it once, thought it was really bad, and didn't watch it again. I'd have to agree with you there, Jay. Flipping John Woo. Arty farty birds. <laughs> slow motion birds flying through the sky. <laughs> and, and kicking guns in slow motion. Bloody slow motion! It's an action film. You shouldn't have slow motion in there. <laughs> hey! I, I, I agree. I agree. No, I thought it was rubbish. I thought it was too... <laughs> right, can we get some, some security in here? Just, just hold. <laughs> But um, yeah, and then the third one I thought was, was picked it up again, and I think the third one uh, was better than the first. I would say. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. No, I would. Shut up. Um, <laughs> no, the first one was good, and the third one was good, but I still think the first one was the the best out of the three so far. Maybe maybe it was, but it, I might just be disagreeing. I might not be agreeing to that because um, because I've seen it so many times and it kind of bores me now a bit. I, I still believe Mission Impossible 1 is the best because it's the original and that's what, I don't know, the sequences and everything in it, it was just, it was just better. Although um, Mission Impossible 3 had more action in it. Uh, Mission Impossible 2, I agree with you, was a bit pathetic, but the girl in it, she was... Okay, so, so Mission Impossible 3 was directed by the same guy as Lost, that's right. J.J. Yeah. Uh, Abrams, he did um, done Lost, uh, that Alias. Alias. I, I've never watched it, but I went into HMV the other day, saw the DVD box set, and I've got to say, look, rubbish. <gasps> is it good? Or is it... It's the first couple of seasons. Is it sci-fi? Right? Uh, no. Well, the first kind, sort of. It's a bit difficult to describe. Um, actually, it's a bit like Mission Impossible 3. It's a spy thing. Um, yeah, uh, basically... Then it gets stupid, personally. Right, so Pablo, you wanted to pick bits out of Mission Impossible 3 and try and apply it to Lost. Pick bits out of Lost and try and apply it to Mission Impossible 3. Okay. Okay. Alright, Mr. Smart Ass, right? Right, let me get my phone out. Okay. Got my stopwatch. You got a minute to try and find bits out of Lost and apply it to Mission Impossible 3. Go! The bits out of Lost that goes into Mission Impossible 3 is that, T H A T, not that, not fat, um, is that the music. I, I I thought the music was similar. Like when there's emotional bits in Lost, it's like, da, da, da. and in Mission Impossible Three, it's one. similar. That's one point. One point. Right. Um. The other point is that I don't know the overall feel 
of Lost was there. Uh-uh. Um, oh, oh, do you want to speak? Oh, no. Okay, okay, so Pablo got one in the matter of 48 seconds. No, two. You got what? The overall feel. That's not one. Okay, so let's round Mission Impossible and Flee in one sentence. First, we'll go for Pablo. Voluptuous. Sexy, yet entertaining in different ways. But when one looks at it, one thinks of it as one's self. He's good at blagging. Alright, here is the uh, the experts of today's podcast. This is going to be interesting. This is going to be good. Okay, let me think. A couple of words. Gun-toting explosion-tastic. But not as, yeah, but not as good as Mission Impossible 1. And I'm basically going to say, blocks to that. Much better than the first two. It is true. It is true. No. Okay, coming up soon on the Random Review Podcast, in the world of films, we've got... The Da Vinci Code. Uh, Of course, the book by Dan Brown, uh, starring uh, Tom Hanks, Audrey Tattoo, and someone else whose names I've forgotten... Uh, Paul Bettany. Uh, damn, it's it's in here somewhere. Isn't there one guy of Lord of the Rings on that? Yeah, I'm trying to remember his name. It's completely gone. Yes, I'm trying. I can't think of his name. Gandalf. That's all you need to know. Gandalf. Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. And he's in X Men. X Men Three, which I won't be reviewing because it looks rubbish. It's not. But he might watch it. Then there's um, Superman coming out on the 30th of June. Superman, written by um, Clark Kent. Um, so, <laughs> so um, there's also a woman in it, uh, <laughs> a man in it, <laughs> and um, someone called Jimmy Jabambam. Right? Okay. Okay. Other reviews that are not in the world of films. We're going to be doing the Big Bean Challenge. Basically, we're going to buy a can of beans from every supermarket you can think of. Well, as many as we can we can possibly try and find and afford because I'm not going into Waitrose and buying a can of beans now. I'm a student. I'm not making money. So we're going to buy all these cans of beans. We're going to try them and compare them. We're also going to review the ice cream man from down the road. What's his... Senor Whippy. We're going to uh, buy an ice cream from him, a 99 flake. Twister for you, a fab for me, and a 99 flake for Pablo. Uh, and also, if you don't know, we're, we're all students in Birmingham, and we're going to go down to the Bullring Centre in the uh, city centre, and we're going to review their toilets in there, and also the escalators, uh, and we'll review the escalators in the Bullring Centre somehow. But before I go, I'm going to give you the expert singing the theme tune to Mission Impossible, and also watch out for the outtakes that will be uploaded very soon. Bum, 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 bum. Bum 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 b